In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams. I'm director of ministry for WAVA Radio, and I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. Well, folks, guess what? It's the most wonderful time of the year. If you've listened to Good News for the City for very long, you know that Christmas is my favorite time of the year. So listen to these words from Isaiah. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We celebrate the birth of our Savior every December, and we sing joyous hymns about his coming. But you know what? We don't always stop to share the good news of the gospel with those around us, who may not know him. Well, today we have a guest who loves celebrating Christmas. She's going to tell us about a very special way that you can share the good news of Jesus this coming holiday season. And folks, of course, here to get us started to introduce our guest for the day is my good friend, my co-host, my buddy, my co-host of Good News for the City, Pastor Brian Bale, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. My brother, good to see you, man. God bless you. Thanks, man. If people have listened to this show any amount of time now, we've been on for four years or so, you know that Dennis and I, we, we like to give each other a hard time. Something you might not know. Dennis knows that it's really easy to get me off track just by quoting a song because then I will keep singing it. So I'm going to upfront apologize to our guest, Melissa Carey, that if I keep singing, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It is actually Dennis's fault. Let's do a uh, and, duet, Brian. Let's do know, it, man. <laughs> so this is definitely a talk show. I'm not sure that we're going to keep very many of our listeners. And we have a great story to tell. We do not want them turning the radio or turning the podcast off because Amen. we're going to talk Amen. about something that's just a unique way to tell the truth about who Jesus is in this Christmas season. And so we have in studio Melissa Carey. I want to tell you a little bit about her if I can. She's a Bible study teacher and leader in Arlington, Virginia. And she has a passion for the nativity story. And that passion led her to share the joy of Christmas with others through a thing called the Christmas Cabinet. And you can find out more about that at www.thechristmascabinet.com or you can go to Facebook, the Christmas Cabinet, facebook.com forward slash and many other places we can tell you about. But as it brought that passion to life, the Christmas Cabinet is an advent calendar that becomes a nativity scene and it weaves together the messianic prophecies of the Old Testament of the coming of the Christ child, Jesus, with the teachings of the truth about who the Christ child Jesus is and so much more. So, Melissa, thank you for joining us. And if you want to sing, we'll let you sing. Uh, but I'm not sure anyone want wants that. us to sing. All right. So, well, if they don't want to hear any of us sing, let's talk about why we've got you on. So for listeners who may not know, and sometimes from time to time, we get people who come from different backgrounds. Maybe they don't know Jesus at all. They're just turning in or they come from a non-liturgical background. They hear words like Advent. And maybe the Advent calendar, and they don't, they, they're like, you might as well be speaking in a different language. So let's start there. 
for people who may not be familiar with Advent or what an Advent calendar is, let's, let's catch them up a little bit. You bet. Thank you so much, Dennis and Brian, for having me on Good News for the City. And, you know, Advent calendars are simply a way to prepare for Christmas. They're calendars you can use to count down each day of December until the Mm -hmm. 25th, until Christmas. Some of them are paper with little flaps that you can open each day. Some of them have Legos. And if your mom was really nice, they had chocolates. Amen. Amen. So for those who don't know, Advent just means arrival. Right. And and the idea of Advent is looking for the arrival of the promised one. That is the Messiah. That is who we know to be Jesus Christ. It's really funny, uh, Melissa. We have a version of the Advent calendar at our house that doesn't have chocolate because we we don't want my wife to steal it all. But it is actually (laughs) something you hang on the wall. And every day the star moves. We have a star and it moves day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. It's a really beautiful thing until we learned earlier on that my two kids who are now much older would fight over who got to move the star. We thought that's probably the most non-Advent thing, but most kid thing ever to be fighting over that. So we do it odd days and even days. We got that figured out. So people, you know, they say, okay, we're looking, we're, we're preparing our hearts for, for the upcoming time where we celebrate the arrival of Jesus. And we certainly know from the Old Testament that there were prophecies over and over and over again, calling, call, talking about rather the coming of the arrival of the Messiah, who we know to be Jesus. And so they look forward to that. And so in you, you, you sort of combine some of this all together. You can again go to the website, Christmas Cabinet, the Christmas Cabinet, rather.com and, and find more about this. But for you, uh, how did this idea come about? I mean, what was your spark? I mean, are you a woodworker on the side or like, <laughs> hey, let's find something? Absolutely. And I so agree with you as a kid, when mom would get the cabinets or the advent calendars with chocolate, my sister and I would fight over them. And, you know, nothing (laughs) says Merry Christmas, like screaming at your sister, right? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's why I found advent calendars. You know, they were so beautiful, these glittery, sparkling angels on the front and all day long, you just wait to open that flap. But when you did, it was just such a disappointment. It was a picture of like a Victorian rocking horse or a Bible verse. And you were seven years old. You didn't understand what that Bible verse meant. And it was just really disappointing. So I wanted Mm -hmm. something special, something that shared the magic of Christmas. I wanted to be able to like crawl into that little door to see what was beyond. Likewise, the anticipation of unwrapping our family manger scene as a kid Uh was also kind of disappointing. You know, I loved the creche and the little lambs, but Mm. I knew there was something so much more than just Mary, Joseph, Jesus, and the camel. You know, I knew there was something deeper, but as a kid, you know, I didn't know where to look in that big black book with a gold edging. Yeah. So fast fast forward a couple of years later, a few years ago, I'm in the grocery store um, and there's this enormous table of Christmas merchandise, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's after Christmas, they're trying to get rid of it, that they're unloading it for 90% off. And I must confess, I am the cheapest person in the universe. So we like to refer to that as frugal here on (laughs) Digits to the City, because then I have to be cheap as well. I'm with you. I may be parsimonious. I may be um, pretty bad. So I see this huge table with 90% off. I gravitate towards it. And there's this really cool box with pink and green Santas on the front and little peppermint drops in the drawers. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, this could be so much more. You know, what if it had 
25 figures, you know, what would those figures look like? What if, what if it were like yeah. Herod and Caesar and Zachariah mm -hmm. and John the Baptist? What if there was a bag of real frankincense? You know, what if there was a Bible verse that showed you where in the Bible to find that story? Sure. You know, what if, you know, so many options, it could be so much more. So I bought it because it was practically free and I made it because I wanted one for me. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's interesting uh, what you're talking about, this idea of taking something that can seem very abstract and distant. We know the truth of scripture. We know all of those things are very real and very powerful. But sometimes when we engage scripture, it seems so far away. It's not. It just seems that way to us. So there are some things that we can do practically to help bring what's on the page and what we know about who Jesus is and, and his coming and what it means and all the stories and the, and the history that surround it and what happened when he uh, appeared and what it means in our life to bring it to life. And so that's what you're talking about, taking it from just something that's flat in 2D to making it 3D and interacting in. And so, you know, maybe already there's some people who are multitasking because they're listening to it on podcasts. If you're listening to this on the radio while you drive, please don't multitask. But, you know, <laughs> you've already gone to the christmascabinet.com and they kind of know what we're talking about because they've looked at it. Because I looked at it and I thought, wow, this is really cool. For people who haven't done that yet, explain what it physically looks like. It's, it's, it's 3D, right? It's something you open up. It's, it's pretty cool. Exactly. It is not 2D. I mean, Dennis has already seen it in person. It's this beautiful wooden cabinet. It's substantial, but small enough to fit on a mantle or a side mm -hmm. table. And the cover, the front drawers have trumpeting angels. They're from Fra Angelica's paintings. He's like my favorite Renaissance artist. Mm -hmm. And so you open these beautiful doors that say joy to the world. And inside, it reveals the sapphire blue night sky of Bethlehem. It's yeah. like entering into the wardrobe into Narnia. And yeah. there are 24 drawers, each with a beautiful hand-painted figure inside that tell the story of the nativity. And then mm -hmm. there's a really cool book um, that comes with it that I wrote that we can talk about later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, first off, Dennis, there's not a lot of people that refer to Renaissance artists on our show. So we may have to bone up on a little bit of our Renaissance art because I think- Hey man, let me, uh, having said that, let me just pop in for just a second, yeah. my brother, because Melissa's right. Um, we sat in my office in DC and Melissa brought it in. And let me just, I, I just want to uh, say some good things. And here's the good, this is class stuff. Mm -hmm. This is quality stuff. This is stuff that you can keep for forever in your family and pass it down from generation to generation. So, I mean, it really looks cool. Please go on the, the christmascabinet.com and, and take a look at it because it's sure. really good quality stuff. Well, I think you're well, kind of leaving. You know, them, Jesus yes. ain't junk. You know, Jesus. <laughs> Hello. I'm Hello. sorry. This represents him, and I wanted it to be super quality. So yes. it's a gorgeous yes. cabinet that's an advent calendar, and you create a nativity scene starting December first on the bottom of each drawer. It's numbered. You take one figure out per day. You read the story on the bottom of the drawer, or from the book that comes with it, and then you use the figures to complete your own nativity scene. Yeah. So the drawers are numbered. The figure are numbered so that after Christmas, you can return the figures to their proper drawer to use the next Christmas and the next Christmas and the next Christmas. Like Dennis said, this is an heirloom that can be used yeah, for yeah. generation, for years and passed on to generation after generation. It's not like an advent, you know, cardboard advent, advent calendar that you throw mm -hmm. away, you know, and it's not just an advent calendar and a nativity scene. It's also a devotional 
a mini Bible study, a toy, and yeah. even a Christmas decoration that is so well-made and elegant that it is at home in the poshest of living yeah. rooms, but well, also I, on the floor of a Sunday school classroom. Mm-hmm. I think what you've done is you really answered the question of who it's for. It's for everybody, yeah. whether you're a young child or whether you happen to be at a more advanced age that Dennis and I find ourselves at. It, it's some way that you can, <laughs> you can connect with this. Longtime listeners of the show also know that Dennis is more advanced in age than I am, but that is for a different time. So I know, I, man. I mean, it's hard to believe I'm going to be 35 and Brian is 30. Man, I know. Man, Dennis, man. Well, you did this already. Dennis, you, you gave me your reaction like when you saw it, how like, wow, this is pretty cool. Melissa, talk about how people react to it the first time they see this. Well, if you don't mind, can I just mention, you, you talked about who it's for, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and that's the beauty of this. It's not just for kids. It's, it's yeah. for Sunday school teachers and youth group leaders and parents and grandparents, you know, anybody who needs a resource will find it invaluable. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a great story. There's a senior pastor, one of the major churches here in DC. And when he was looking at the figure of Bethlehem, that's our day nine, the Bethlehem figure. And the book explains all about how it works. But we talk in the book about how Bethlehem is a small town, just a few miles South of Jerusalem, where King David was born over a thousand years before. And how the Old Testament prophet Micah said from Bethlehem would come a savior of the world. And that the word Beth, you know, anytime you see Beth, it means house of like Beth El, house of God, Bethesda, Bethany, Bethsaida, house of mercy, house of figs, house of prophets, you know, and we were talking about that and how the word Beth actually means house of bread, which is amazing because Jesus calls himself the bread of life. And he said that right after he multiplied the loaves of the fishes, fishes. Mm-hmm. And the pastor was like, wow, you know, I hadn't made that connection. You know, so the Christmas cabinet is not just for kids or seekers, but it feeds everyone, you know, mm-hmm. even committed believers and guys with their doctorate of divinity. Yeah. So you're saying like, you know, that's a great example of how people react to it. it this, no matter whether, again, you know, you have uh, a pulpit that you preach from on a, any given Sunday or whether... Uh, the pulpit that you preach from is the greatest pulpit you could have just right there in your home. Uh, people, uh, how do they respond to that? I love that. You know, um, I have a beautiful story. One of my very first orders, this woman said, you know, oh my gosh, I've been looking for something like this for years and years. My husband and I have been searching, you know, it combines the advent, the crash. Mm-hmm. It's like resurrection eggs, weaving together old new Testament. Awesome. So I send back an email saying, oh, you know, I just really pray that this, I pray over every cabinet that goes out. I, you know, I just prayed a blessing that this would really bless her family. So I get an email back a couple days later. We received our Christmas cabinet today. And I want to thank you so much for your beautiful creation. Mm. It was the first thing I saw when I returned home from the hospital after losing our twin sons. Opening this up has given me hope that this Christmas season, we will experience joy and hope again as we focus on the Lord and Savior. Oh, wow. This is why I made the Christmas cabinet. Mm. I love it when people share stories of how God uses them, and it's God, but to make a difference in ways that, that couldn't even be expected in that moment. And, and thanks for sharing that. Now, when we look at the Christmas cabinet, it, it isn't just something that can be done for people who are very knowledgeable of the Christmas story or knowledgeable of the Old Testament prophecies or knowledgeable of those things, but it can also be used as an opportunity to share those stories with others, right? It, with the book and those sort of things. Absolutely. So 
How, how would you suggest someone like if they're looking, you know, again, you can go to the christmascabinet.com and look it up. Um, how would you suggest that they maybe could use this as an opportunity to communicate truth uh, to someone maybe in their family or their community that they're called into right there in their neighborhood or their work uh, you to, bet. to talk about things? You bet. You know, they're on the Facebook page. I have some great videos. One grandma videoed herself opening up the Christmas cabinet, you know, because it was COVID last year yeah. and nobody could be with their families. It was horrible. So this grandma videoed herself every day, opening up the cabinet and reading the story and texted that to her daughter-in-law every single day. So she could be a part of her grandchildren's lives. You know, we've got <laughs> another Sorry. No, that's that's great. Yeah. And we've got another guy who does that for his mom who was in the nursing home and he would send her a video and I've got, you know, and we've got lots of different examples of how people use it on the website and well, more so on the Facebook page, but you know, I have a great story about how I personally used it to share the gospel. You know, here I was waiting the night before these, you know, huge cabinets were going to be delivered. I was nervous. I was scared. So I hired half a dozen of my son's football buddies, these big sisters foot, you know, mm-hmm. sweet lax dude, football guys to unload the cabinets for me. And, you know, we're talking 6,000 pounds, you know, cartons and pallets. So they're unloading it. And um, all of a sudden, one of the guys is like, Mrs. Carey, you know, what are we unloading? And so in the middle of the storage unit warehouse, I rip open the box mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here sharing the gospel with a half a dozen teenage boys and they are hanging on every word. Yeah. And one of them said to me, you know, gee, Mrs. Carey, if I had had this when I was a little boy, I would know who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And That's a year a later, word. a year later, that kid is actively seeking Christ on his campus ministries. Yeah, that's the same story. Amen. Why I started it. I know. You know, Amen. we all have friends and neighbors and coworkers and even family mm-hmm. with, you know, whom we dearly and desperately want to share with Christ. You know, and we hear, mom, stop shoving Jesus down my throat. Or, you know, the neighbor down the street, they're like, you know, you've asked them to church a few too many times. And like, you notice they don't take out their trash when you take out your trash anymore. You know, it's awkward. It's hard to reach out to people. And this is a gentle, non-judgmental way of sharing the love of Christ. And it just opens up the door to those conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dennis, as I was listening, I just had this picture in my mind of you for those uh, who, who know Dennis. He's he loves being a grandpa. They call him Papa D in uh, <laughs> a family that I, I can see exactly what you're thinking in your mind. I've got a great idea uh, for <laughs> when I can't be there with all my grandkids every day to open this Amen. up and to read them and, and to be part of the li- part of their life. Now, obviously, we're talking about the Christmas cabinet today, but also. Melissa, you do some other things. You speak at churches and other groups. Uh, what do you What do you talk about, and how can people reach you? You bet. Well, if you haven't noticed, I get a little passionate about the story of Jesus's birth and get pretty excited. So we do a really cool program. It's a multimedia interactive activity that we can tailor to your church's needs. And we do it for, you know, if you have an Advent series or after a church service, you know, with cookies Mm -hmm. and cocoa or even during a service Um, and uh, multi-generational just um, on my website, there is a little contact tab and you can just access that and it connects right to my email and we can get right back to you. Yeah. And so uh, do you tra- travel just mostly here in the Washington metro area? Or we have many listeners that are outside. Do you go outside of the Washington metro area as well? 
I will tell the story of Jesus anywhere, anytime, anyplace. And you know, right. if you don't have time for that, you need, you please feel free to check out the resources available mm-hmm. online. You know, yeah. oh my gosh, we've got all for free. You know, th- this is not my story. This is Jesus's story. So it mm-hmm. is for free, but there's stories to share each day with your family. There are Bible verses that show where the story is based on interactive questions for each day. And my favorite part is these really cool going deeper sections that mm-hmm. have historical facts. For example, who were the wise men? Where did they come from? You know, there's a map that shows you where Midian and Ephah and Sheba are, which is where the wise men come from. Connections between Old Testament and New Testament, links to audio readings of the stories, recording of Christmas carols for each day, videos, all kinds of resources. So check the website. Yeah, no, I love that. You can go as, you can go as deep as you want to go in that way and take it so you understand your audience. Now, um, I know there are people already are like, okay, this sounds really good. Uh, they maybe again, they've already gone to christmascabinet.com, hopefully not while they're driving, but in, <laughs> it looked at it, if they listen to the podcast, whatever it might be, and they're multitasking, they may have this question. All right, if I want to get one, do I have to get them in a certain time? What, what's the turnaround? Um, because Christmas, believe it or not, is right around the corner. Well, and you have to remember, you need it before December 1st. So you really need to make sure you order it so that it has, you give yourself a cushion for delivery before December 1st. And the sooner, the better. And of course, WAVA listeners can get a 25% off if they use the coupon code WAVA25%. um, And, you know, it's all on the Christmas cabinet website and the WAVA Mm -hmm. website. Yeah. Wonderful. We'll do that. And so people that now this is, this is funny. So Lauren's our producer. We've talked about her from time to time on the show. She's listening right now as, as we're talking and she lots of times meets with people first and she talks about questions and that sort of stuff. And I love this question because this totally happens. This totally happens. You go to set up the nativity and somebody's lost something, right? It's the camel. It's, you know, it, it's a shepherd, you know, just so you know, in my house, uh, in my house, I don't let the wise men be at the nativity scene. I put them across the room to let my kids know that they were still traveling. They weren't there at the beginning, but that's a talk for a different time that I'm sure that is covered uh, in your book. Yes, but, you know, sir. so the, the, someone lost the wise men last year as they were across there or, you know, the, the big one, baby Jesus is missing, right? Baby Jesus is missing. <laughs> uh, what happens? So someone gets it, they, they get this. And then all of a sudden one of these natural life things happen. Can they order additional pieces? How does that work? Melissa, before you answer, let me just freak you out, man. Now, I've been a pastor a long time, right, Brian? Like you, brother, man. I'm almost embarrassed to tell this. But since Brian knows I love my grandbabies and Charlie stays with us a lot because we babysit her. Charlie's a little 20-month-old little girl. Have mercy, man. Not in Melissa's, not in the Christmas cabinet, but I broke baby Jesus last year, man. Oh, my gosh. What's up? So what I should have phrased the question is not if it's lost, but if Papa D breaks something, how do they go back and find something? <laughs> oh my, we have all been there. I mean, we have all lost Jesus, either figuratively yeah, well, or literally. And, yeah. you know, it, it was so important to me that this was not one of those, oh, don't touch, don't touch the Christmas cabinet. This was, I wanted this to be a play with the Christmas cabinet, love it, enjoy it. So the book is waterproof. It's tearproof. The figures are pretty much unbreakable. Even you, Papa D, couldn't break one of these. <laughs> but if you do lose one, no biggie. It's okay. We got gotcha. you. We got replacement parts and books available for a nominal fee. 
I just really wanted this to be something accessible that the kids could love, play with on the floor, enjoy it, and use it for years and years and create amazing family memories that would last a lifetime. Yeah. Wow, that is so fantastic. Hey, hey man, I you've done such a marvelous job, Melissa. Um, I think you have excited folks because you've excited me, and it's cool, and I know, man, Christmas, and you're right. We got to get these orders in. I'm getting one myself. I told Melissa this in person. And so um, they're just cool things. I'd, I'd really love for you folks to have it. So um, I'm not going to give all the places because it'll get you confused. But if you want to get some information, just go to the thechristmascabinet.com, thechristmascabinet.com, or hey, you can go to goodnewsforthecity.com, listen to this again, get all the information. You can always call me at WAVA 703-807-2266 at 703-807-2266. Melissa, Pastor Brian, my buddy. Hey, thank you all. Folks, thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership, movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of Good News for the City, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.